0: So, I'm going to be your host for this podcast, and I am looking forward to all the fun things we're going to have in store for you guys coming up. So, a little bit about myself, I am a IT professional and a former firefighter from New Orleans. Uh, I write on the side, Uh, I've been writing for about five or six years now, kind of just working on one project recently, but I um, plan on opening up things a little more uh, as I go along and get a little more into things. I'm working on a sk- adapted screenplay of a Lovecraft novel right now. Not really sure where that's going to go. Uh, but my main focus is my graphic novel, and uh, so what it is, it is called the Prometheus Effect. It is a story based in New Orleans that is A neo noir, Lovecraftian mythos, voodoo based crime thriller, kind of, with supernatural elements inside of it. It is about a firefighter in New Orleans whose family gets murdered, and he starts this path of becoming a Promethean by accident, and he now has to defend the earth and humanity from the onslaught of the old gods who wish to take it back to primitive times and control humanity and use them as a power source and nothing more. Um, so I've been working on that story for a few years now. Uh, the idea first came to me when I was uh, working on an ambulance in Poplarville, Mississippi. and. Kind of expanded on it from there. Um, so it's a little bit about me, uh, a little bit about this channel. I plan on having guests coming in that are writers and we sit down and have a talk on their projects, what they're working on, the process that they go through, um, inspirations, motivations, messages, and the creative process to kind of help other writers get a good grip on different ways that people go about things and go about writing. Um, you know, one of the things that I found when starting this project um, was that I, was, I would catch myself reading and watching YouTube videos and talking to people and, you different podcasts trying to find a not a better way to be creative but just to kind of knock the dust off a little bit and approach things from a different angle and as I was doing this I started thinking you know why why don't we have a place to where everybody can have this those writers that want to have that experience that want to you know learn and to be a part of a community why don't we put that in a format where it's readily accessible to other people because it's my belief that writers of all skill level of, of, of all renown can always use a little more creativity flow in their life you know and i certainly did and I, I benefited from it um so you know this first episode is going to be more so about me and my writing process and you know where I see things and how I approach a subject, what my inspirations are, what my messages that I want to convey are, things like that. So um, when I start a project, like I said, ideas come to me in different ways. So the main way is I'll usually uh, be sitting... In my desk or I would be sitting in the ambulance or the fire station just or in bed not really even thinking about writing and something will pop into my head and then I'll start running through all kinds of crazy stuff in my head. But Okay, well what about this? Or what about that? Well, what if I do this with it? What if I do that with it? And then if I really latch on to something, I will sit down and put pen to paper and I'll start writing down the idea. And you know, my notebook and my phone is filled with different stuff from music lyrics, um, I like to play music on the side as well, Um, from music lyrics to, you know, comic book ideas to movie script ideas to book ideas and and things that will pop up and I'll come back maybe a week or two later after my mind's kind of forgotten about it and reread it and I'll go through and what I like, I'll keep, what I don't like gets tossed in the bin, you know, Um, and then I'll start expanding, and eventually it narrows itself down to one or two projects that I'm working on, because I'll even think, oh, you know, well, maybe I'll put that on the back burner for a while, or maybe that's not good enough yet, or, you know, I need to do some more expanding on that, or sometimes I'll get, you know, a bug where it's like, oh, I really want to work on this, or I really want to push for this kind of project and I want this to work you know and that's kind of where I'm at with the Prometheus effect is I've been pushing on this for a while because I really 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 want it to work so once I find that project like the Prometheus effect that I want to work on I'll start building a character main character and then I'll branch out into kind of a family tree you know is he married is he in a relationship does you know do they have kids do who are their friends? Who are their enemies? Who are their enemies' friends? What kind of forces are we working against here? What is the overall arching antagonist in this idea? Where do you want it to go? And you start making branches and paths and things like that, and you know you throw some stuff out, you keep some stuff, and eventually you have a cohesive kind of roadmap to where you want to go. Um, and Then, once I'm done with that, I tend to sit down and outline, you know, with the comic book. I'll outline the first issue. Just a real quick, okay, this is the first scene. This is going to be what I want to do for the second scene. This is where I want it to go. You know, what my pacing is going to be like. It's more so for pacing than it is actual, right? So then I will take that outline, put it next to the blank page, and I'll kind of follow that outline and ad-lib. Here and there as I go, and you know, delete, keep, delete, keep, revise, edit, stuff like that. So, as I go through these things and start learning more and more about you know what I what I like and what I don't like, you know, the process kind of gets thinner, in a sense, it gets less watered down, and you know, it's kind of a good way to to look at it as like cooking. You're reducing. That pop down to something that's really flavorful, that's really got a lot of soul to it. Um, And then I find that, you know, I tend to really like what I put out if my heart's in it. So, uh, a few inspirations that I use when I write, uh, you know, uh, authors, you tend to, for me, I tend to mesh different aspects of different authors that I like to read. And different people that I like to read and watch on TV and, and stuff like that. So, you know, one of my main inspirations is H.P. Lovecraft, obviously. Um, his way of crafting monsters and crafting a story is unparalleled. Um, he will take a monster but won't describe it to you, or he'll describe it in such vague terms that. One character has a different look at that monster than another character does because it's basing they they see what they fear in this thing, and so that's kind of the approach I want to take. If you if you've ever seen Mothman Prophecies with uh, Richard Gere, it's also a book. The way they craft the Mothman is phenomenal you barely ever see him but you see from his eyes what people think he looks like so then that leads you to craft this monster in your head and it leaves you to to wonder about what the hell does this thing look like and there's no greater fear factory than your mind because it knows what your insecurities are it knows what you're afraid of and what you don't like and it will create something that you only you can imagine, and will terrify the shit out of you. So, I like to take stuff like that when crafting my monsters and crafting my my antagonists per se. Um, uh, another group of people that I really take inspiration from are the creator and director of. True Detective Season 1 with uh, Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson, which if you haven't seen it, I would highly suggest going to watch it. It is the single greatest standalone season of TV I've ever seen. Um, they craft a story around a detective case and you know it's you, know, you think it's going to be some typical crime drama, but it's not. And it delves into the real horror of humanity and what people will do to get power and assert that power over other people. And the way that they craft the the case and the discoveries, and the more they delve in, the crazier this thing becomes, and people that you wouldn't expect to tied into it. You know, you've got politicians and religious leaders and you know high up respected people involved in horrible horrible things and it brings to light the real real world of what goes on behind closed doors that, that people don't talk about that people don't know about and I would like to I like to use that in my writing as well so the kind of subplot or side plot of the comic book Is the main character's brother-in-law is a detective, and he's also trying to figure out what happened to his sister and nephew. So he delves into this underworld of upper-class people of you know religious leaders that are you know using this dark power to gain what they want and to keep hold unwillingly, uh, unwittingly knowing that not knowing that what they're doing is ultimately going to cause their own demise as well, but, or they do know they don't care because in the moment they're in power and they're getting what they want. You know, so I want to really showcase that in my work. And I like showcasing that kind of side of things, even and especially in this day and age of what we're going through, you know, in different aspects of culture and life right now, you know, that class divide is strong, and, and it's one of those things that needs to be addressed. And you know, I liked how the creators of True Detective showed that. Uh, another group that I like is Garth Ennis and Steve Dillon. They uh, did a few stints on Daredevil and Punisher. They also created Preacher, and Garth Ennis, with another person, created The Boys. Which, if you haven't read or seen The Boys, great show. It, it it shows how superheroes really would act in this day and age, being celebrities. And, you know, it takes the whole Harvey Weinstein, Me Too kind of thing and shows that these people with ultimate power, like Superman or Batman or, you know, Wonder Woman, would abuse the shit out of it and would become these megalomaniacs and these maniacal people that. Would abuse their power as much as possible. So but they also keep it lighthearted, kind of, you know, as lighthearted as that subject can be. It's fucked up humor, but it's humor, you know, and, and the people that that run their TV shows are Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, you know, and those guys have made some of the raunchiest, disgusting movies I've ever seen in my life, but they're hilarious. So You know, you kind of got to keep a balance of humor, dark humor, in this to kind of keep things lighthearted because the harsh reality will just bury you. Um, But those are a few of the inspirations I take from on that aspect, Um, you know, and and messages I want to get across with my writing. You know, I really want to showcase different aspects of mental illness, things that I've gone through in my life that I kind of use as a therapy for myself to get down on paper and, and to... As fucked up as it is, make another being that I've created go through what I went through in certain aspects and to go through what the people that I know in my life have gone through to, you know, not only help myself and help them get through our issues, but to show the world what those issues look like and to recognize that, that people, most people aren't okay. And a lot of people need help, and they need a group around them and a helping hand. And, you know, if I can help people realize that, then, then my job is is somewhat done. You know, um, other things that I want to bring to light are, you know, different social issues and political issues that I won't really get into because, you know, this isn't really the place for that. It's just more so of how I get my ideas and where they come from. So, you know, I take what... What I feel needs to be addressed in the world, and then I put that out in my writing and in my work to, you know, showcase things that I feel like need to be talked about and to get people going in the conversation of of what needs to happen, um, or what you know, just just discussing these issues. You know, I, I'm not saying that they got to go out and change the world, but just to discuss them and to get the conversation going. You know, growing up, I listened to a lot of different, a lot of music, which is a good transition into this next segment, but I I grew up on music, and music is kind of my life. Uh, It helps me cope with a lot of things, and that was one of the biggest ways to fight against injustice and fight against, you know... The wrongdoings in the world, and you know, I feel like this generation is going to come out with some really good material because in times of struggle, it seems that artistic writing and material that comes out is insane. You know, you go through the different areas. You've got Guthrie, Bob Dylan, Maya Angelou, uh, you know, Nina Simone, James Brown, people like that. That are really speaking out against injustices and against things in this world that need to be addressed and it's you know one of my goals is to do that is to not necessarily be able to even have my name in the same breath as those people but but address what I feel needs to, to change and what I feel needs to talked about and on the subject of music you know i I like to as far as the creative process goes the way i tend to set things up is i like to dim lights put on some leds stuff like that because you know a a lot of other people that i take uh, another person i take inspiration from is nicholas wine and who directed um only god forgives and drive and I love his artwork and I love his imagery and his cinematography. So I like to use that as inspiration for me, for the comic book, to kind of pull myself into that world. So I'll tend to do that. I will pull myself into a dark room, you know, set the LEDs to these bright vibrant pinks and blues and reds and purples, and, and get the whole feel around me, like a, like I'm in like I'm Blade Runner kind of thing. And I will set the tone with some music. And the music I use myself to help me write is uh, a lot of vaporwave, synthwave, um, retro 80s kind of stuff. Uh, nothing with a lot of words in it because it's a hard for me to concentrate on both at the same time. I tend to type, and the lyrics just kind of come across the page, and it's just annoying. So um, I'll use a lot of those kind of instrumentals. Uh, I'll pull from different scores of music, uh, John Carpenter, The Thing. Uh, Halloween, stuff like that for the more horror element side of things. And then I'll pull from, you know, Terminator or uh, Rambo, stuff like that, and pull those old 80s style music in to kind of help me get in the mood because it's kind of the, the theme I'm going for. But almost like a subversion of those old 80s action films, you know, to kind of. Suburban usually happens in those. So it helps me get in that mood. And as I go along, and I tend to lose myself in this world when I get myself in. It's almost like a pod, I guess. I turn myself off to the outside world. I mean, the poor fiancé can barely get a hold of me. When I'm doing this, I'll type for hours and not even realize the time's gone by. And so then as I go along, I write, and edit, write, edit, write, edit and those are the kind of things that kind of help pull me in to the world i want to do i want to be in so you know a little bit of what i would feel would help is you know find out what gets you in the feel of your world when you've built your world around you find out what lighting what music pulls you in deeper and gets you really into that world you know i tend to the way my brain works is i tend to see things in a 3d space You know, if I'm listening to a football game on the radio, I can visualize the game in my head. You know, um, if I can, I, you know, sometimes just for fun, I'll close my eyes and walk around my house in my head and try and visualize the 3D space around. So what I do when I'm writing is I tend to put myself in that world and walk around, interact, do different things to feel out what that world's going to be like and i use that to put myself put put the ideas down and, and being in a good headspace and having the right theme around it helps out a lot um, so that's one of the ways that you can kind of get yourself into that setting it also helps to have a community around you uh, you know i had a good friend group in high school that i'm still friends with and i'll send what i write to them and will You know, they'll send what they write to me and we'll critique and we'll talk and we'll work and play back and forth on each other on, you know, what we like, what we don't like, what we think can be improved. You know, find a community of people that can really help and really, you know, tell you where to go and, you know, what works, what doesn't work. You know, maybe what could be changed syntax wise, what could be changed flow wise, you know. And you'll, you'll realize that the extra help definitely works. And you'll improve your writing by having people around you. And that's kind of what I wanted to do is make that readily accessible to people who might be, you know, shy about talking about their work. Because I was like that for a very long time. You know, two years ago, I never would have done this. I never would have talked to anybody about my work. I never would have talked to anybody about what I'm doing. I would keep it to my you know, two or three friends and, you know, it would be, oh, yeah, well, this works, that works. But I realized that, you know, it's hard. It's hard for people who are introverted like myself to really put themselves out there and to talk about this kind of stuff and to talk about... Because your writing is a window into your soul. And it's hard for people to open that window up sometimes. It's hard for people to let strangers in. You know, it's hard for people to let family members and friends in sometimes let alone strangers so i want this to be a place to where you know if you are scared to open up you can just come and watch and sit and listen and you don't really have to talk about it but you can still learn and that's where i want this to go is i want this to be a learning experience for everybody and i want this to be a growing experience for everybody so you know as we go along, hopefully this is going to be a little bit easier for me. You know, i still got some bugs to work out. Like I said, I just had to redo this whole thing because I didn't have certain settings set and I didn't save my videos. But I need to have them uploaded, you know, to, to a podcast format and to YouTube videos so people can come and watch these things. Um, but uh, I'll, I do every Friday. I will be on doing a live at 7 p.m till it's over with. Could be an hour, could be two hours, it just depends on the guest, if we're talking, if we're flowing, you know, that kind of thing. You know, I know this episode's a little awkward because, you know, it's just me talking to a camera and not really much interaction here. But, you know, I just kind of wanted to get a little get to know you kind of thing going on and and uh, you know feel out for you know who I am and, and what my goals are and what what I'm working on kind of thing. And hopefully as we get guests on, things will get a little lighthearted. We'll get a little banter going back and forth, and you know we'll start flowing a little bit easier. You yeah. uh, know, uh, the first iteration of this stream, I had three people on, and you know I've gotten two followers, and you know it's nice knowing that people are listening. And I hope that we continue to grow, and I can help more and more people. Um, you know, get their ideas down on the paper, and maybe break a block that's been sitting there, or inspired you to go out and, and try these creative processes and see what you can come up with, you know. So I will be live every Friday at 7 p.m., boring holidays, and adjusting for, you know, schedule of some people that really can't make it on a Friday, um, and I really want to get them on because I really feel like their message is, is really good and their work is really good and what they want to talk about, um, you know, and I, I'm really interested to see their creative flow so I'll tend to adjust for that but um, if I do have to record on another day I will upload directly after or that next Friday depending on on what the the guest preferences are. So um, my first guest hopefully will be Friday I have to message and confirm with them if they're cool with still doing it Friday. Um, I'll be back on here on Twitch Then immediately after, I will upload to YouTube and to different streaming platforms I think I'm going to do. I'm uploading onto Anchor FM, which will upload to Spotify. So I plan on having it on Spotify and iTunes. Um, I'm not sure if they do an RSS feed download. I'll have to find out on that, but it should be there. Um, Like I said, this is going to get easier. (laughs) It's already gotten easier with the second iteration. I can feel myself opening up a little bit more. But um, this will get easier when I have people to talk with and different things to chat about. Um, and we get a little, you know, conversation going. Um, Make it a little lighthearted, have a little fun with it. Uh, So I'm glad you guys are here on this journey with me. Uh, I hope to talk to a lot of you guys. Feel free to message me on Twitter, on Discord, on YouTube, and on Twitch. Uh, I am open to all conversation, all suggestion, if you feel like there's anything that can be tweaked, anything that you feel like would help the production a little bit better, you feel free to let me know. Um, if you would like to come on and talk, again, message me on any of those platforms. I'll have them in the description down on YouTube. Um, and I'll try and have it up on my Twitch if anybody wants to look there. Uh, that way, you know, we can kind of talk, and if you want to come on, message me. You know, we'll talk a little bit about your projects. i will feel out if you're a good fit for what we're looking for. Like I said, it doesn't matter if you've written two poems or if you've written five novels that have all gotten published. I'm looking for the spectrum of people uh, from all walks to bring their ideas here and their creative flow here, you know, Uh, I said this earlier on a Reddit comment. As long as you have a story to tell, I'll listen to it. Any story you have is interesting. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. If you have a process, put it out there. Help people, help people get more ideas. Help people learn and grow. And Let's create a community to lift each other up and to inspire and create. Because the more we create, the more beauty is going to come into this world. So, I hope to see you guys again on Friday. Feel free to subscribe on YouTube, on Twitch. Follow me on Twitter. Friend me on Discord. Whatever you guys feel like doing, I'm available most days. Uh, So, I will be back on Friday with my next guest. I can't wait to see you all there. Goodbye.